Good morning and happy Friday, folks. I'm sure you're chomping at the bit to pack things up and get on with your weekend, but stick with me here. We got to finish out the week strong. That said, welcome back, listeners. It is currently May 8th, and this is today's episode of the 5-Minute Drill, brought to you by Up5 Media. As always, this is your co-host, Darian Phillips, and I am joined by Simran Sandu. So far this week, we've been overloaded with earnings reports, and I hate to break it to you listeners, but we've got a few more companies to cover today. But for the sake of keeping things fresh, we're going to go ahead and start things off with some talk about foreign relations and save the earnings for later. That said, the floor is yours, Simi. Hey, well, let's get right to it then. On the international front, we've got news that the U.S. will be removing Patriot anti-missile systems from Saudi Arabia and is considering reductions to other military assets as well. U.S. officials claim they no longer see Tehran as an immediate threat to American strategic interests, according to the Wall Street Journal. And this officially marks the end of a large-scale military buildup to counter Iran. Well, at least for the time being. And now transitioning over to domestic affairs, as you know, tax season is usually wrapped up by mid-April, but not this year. The Treasury Department has already delayed the tax deadline to July 15th and are now considering extending the deadline to September 15th, which would give Americans an extra two months to file their taxes. Yeah, I guess we're just seeing a lot of adjustments across the board. After all, unemployment claims surged by 3.2 million last week, bringing the total number of applicants to 33.5 million. But here's the good news. It's the lowest number of claims filed in over seven weeks. And investors were definitely happy to hear that that number is steadily declining as all major indexes increased by 1% to 1.5%. And after yesterday's jump, the NASDAQ is now in positive territory for 2020, which is the first time in over two months. That said, the S&P is down 11% on the year and the Dow has dropped by 15%. And we talked a bit in yesterday's episode about how Uber was going to cut 14% of their workforce. And after they reported earnings today, it makes a lot more sense. They reported a net loss of roughly $3 billion for the first quarter, which is about $2 billion higher compared to this time last year. And it sounds like Dropbox will be heading into the weekend on a high note after posting its first quarterly profit since the company went public back in 2018. And with over 14.6 million paying users, the company was able to bring in roughly $455 million in revenue last quarter. On the other hand, Roku had a bittersweet day. They announced strong user growth as they gained 2.9 million accounts this past quarter, which is a 37% increase year over year. However, they announced that their advertising business had been seeing higher than normal cancellations. Shortly after the report, their stock fell by as much as 10%, according to CNBC. And one not-so-surprising loser yesterday was Live Nation, which posted a loss of $184.8 million for the first quarter. Now, a loss of that size would have been disappointing for any company, but even more so for Live Nation, given the fact that the company was expected to have its best year ever until the coronavirus pandemic struck. Hey, and you can also add Dish Network to the club. Profit for Q1 fell by over $260 million from last year as the company lost roughly 413,000 TV customers. And it looks like GM has taken a page out of Boeing's playbook because they just announced their plan to raise $4 billion in bond offerings. In particular, there will be three series of senior unsecured notes and the proceeds will be used for quote unquote general corporate purposes. Thanks for the detailed response, GM. Yeah, we're definitely seeing infusions of capital in most industries, including shopping malls. Brookfield Asset Management intends to invest $5 billion in various retailers who've been hit hard by this pandemic, according to the Wall Street Journal. Well, I'm glad to hear Brookfield is showing a little empathy during these tough times because Levi's CFO, Harmit Singh, has been unforgiving, to say the least. Even though Levi's has enough cash to remain closed for the next 12 months, Mr. Singh has been badgering customers to pay their bills. He justified his actions by claiming that he, quote unquote, learned from the last four recessions that you should raise cash when you don't need it. 
And that just about concludes today's episode, but I do have one quick reminder. We will release a special episode featuring Marcia Stone, who is the Senior Director of Commercial Enterprise for the Indianapolis International Airport, and we're going to cover a lot of interesting topics. So make sure to check out the episode around noon today. And with that, have a great rest of your morning, and we look forward to seeing you again in a few hours. 